Hey everyone, I'm Alex Cantor. And I'm Lily Rosenthal. Welcome to our podcast, Hot Pastrami. We are coming to you from our favorite booth at Cantor's Deli here in LA. We're going to invite some of our friends to join us for a chat over some matzo ball soup and pastrami sandwiches. So join us for new episodes of Hot Pastrami every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts. See you soon. Bye. Hey guys, Adam Ray here for the About Last Night podcast. Hope you had a great freaking weekend. Sorry for cursing. Uh, congratulations to my Seattle Storm for women, uh, for women, for women winning their fourth uh, WNBA title. Unbelievable accomplishment. Sue Bird, my girl, uh, is a goddamn legend. And uh, the whole squad uh, that represents the Seattle Storm is, is holding down the basketball fort in Seattle. And uh, and it's just fun to watch. They play solid, fun, up-tempo basketball. And uh, I'm looking to see them do it again next year. Um, today's episode is a special episode. A guy uh, you wouldn't think I'd normally get the chance to talk to. You know, I'm a casual UFC fighting fan. Uh, MMA. I love the Saturday social get-together hang that uh, those fights provide. Um, but I, you know, I, I know enough about it to uh, to, to watch and, and uh, you know, get excited and understand the, the work that goes into these things. And I'm fascinated, quite honestly, by people that dedicate themselves to that sport and uh, thrive at a high level. Like today's guest, the great Chuck Liddell, who is a fucking pioneer for this sport and uh, one of the first true superstars. Uh, and, uh, man, we covered everything from how he got... Uh, into the UFC and MMA, uh, wrestling in college uh, up in San Luis Obispo, um, you know, uh, becoming uh, one of the biggest stars in the sport, uh, uh, you know, how he got his nickname, the Iceman, uh, his first few fights, um, training, uh, you know, crazy fan stories, uh, movies, TV shows, dad life. Uh, he's, a, he's a big dude with a big heart and uh, couldn't have had more fun doing it. And we're using this episode, which is why I wanted to uh, put in a, a little special intro, as a pilot episode for a potential podcast that Chuck and I uh, may do together. So please hit us up on Twitter, uh, DM me on Instagram, Facebook, let me know how you liked this episode, and uh, and if it was something that fancied your ears enough that you would want to hear a weekly show uh, between Chuck and I, uh, bullshitting, breaking down fights, having guests on, and, uh, and, and causing some, uh, uh, you know... A ruckus of funny and and fights, right? Um, it was fun. Chuck's a, an easy guy to talk to and uh, and uh, has a lot to offer in this world. So let us know what you think about it. Uh, again, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, shoot me a message. Tweet at us, Adam Ray Comedy, at Chuck Liddell. And, uh, and maybe we'll do some more of these, huh? Um, shit, I'm going to Australia on Thursday for a month to shoot a TV show for NBC. I can hopefully say what it is soon. I'm very excited. Uh, no tour dates on the books as of now, but um, stay tuned for that. Of course, my album, Read the Room, and Songs for the People, still available on Amazon, Spotify, and iTunes. I will be coming out with a crowd work album live from Vegas, hopefully before the end of the year. Stay tuned for that. And uh, uh, Doug Unplugged, uh, coming out on Apple TV from DreamWorks Animation, a cartoon that I'm a, a voice on, coming out, I think, November 11th or 17th on Apple TV. Doug Unplugged, stay tuned for that. All right? Now that we got the tour dates, Twitter handles, and merch info out of the way. Oh, merch. That's right. Go get all your Adam Ray and uh, and About Last Night podcast merch at adamraycomedy.com uh, and, and get your, your hoodies, your hats, uh, 
your beanies, your shirts, your sweats. Lots of fun, cool shit over there. Go get it. AdamRayComedy.com. Now that we got the tour dates, Twitter handles, and merch info out of the way, sit back, relax, and enjoy a brand new episode of the About Last Night podcast with the one and only Chuck Liddell. Hey, it's Herbert. Mm-hmm. And you're listening to the About Last Night podcast, you slippery little son of a bitch. Well, first of all, welcome to the pilot episode of uh, the Chuck and Adam fucking podcast. podcast. Not sure what we're going to call Not it. Not sure yet, we're going to call uh, you a we'll, podcast. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Yeah, yeah. There is, that's the one thing, and uh, and you can probably speak to this, like coming up with a title for a show, I feel like is like coming up with a title for a, or a nickname, right? Which uh, I don't know if you were given yours or did you? I was given mine. Yeah, it was. John, John Hackman started calling me that. It, you know, John's one of those guys. Uh, people know my trainer, John Hackman. Yeah, it's one of those guys. Like I think he does it to so it's easier for him to remember names. Right. Because he 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 gives everybody a nickname. Yeah. You know, so guys, everybody at the gym, all the, he guys are great uh, with that too. Uh, guys uh, are just like T Dog. It's like fucking uh, Trevor. We'll just like and girls are more like it's. Slutty Christy or like bitchy Susie, like, but guys really are quick to to label like a dude something uh, other than who they are. Yeah, and yeah. well, it, 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 if it's something that fits, it's something usually, that fits, it's usually yeah. got something. It's, there's a reason for it. Right? <laughs> yeah, it's a yeah. joke. Or it's a it's an inside joke of some sort, right. or it's. And I think John's was just he, he, you know, he got nervous before every fight, and he and he had you know, like two hundred amateur fights. Yeah, uh, he had uh, I think twenty pro boxing fights of uh, forty. Some odd pro kickboxing fights. Most people get nervous before fights, yeah. Yeah, and 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 he he it was I was it's like my third or fourth fight. We were fighting in Strongbow Arena in Bakersfield. Oh wow! And they had fourteen fights on the card, and I was one of the last fights, or or maybe even the last fight. But I was one of the last fights. Yeah. And he uh, he's like, well, I'll come back in. We had to get there at like five. He's like, I'll come back and tape you around eight thirty. Tape your hands. Yeah. And I'm like. Um, okay. And I was like, I was bored. Like I just decided, okay, to pass the time. He, he came looking for me at 830. So to pass the time, I decided to go sleep in the corner. What? Well, on a, I was sleeping on a time. He found me. Just he thought, up he, he thought ball, I left. Crying. He thought I got yeah. nervous and left <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> or something like, cause it happens. Guys do that at that level. If you, you have know? enough downtime to think about what you're so, about to sometimes do. Sometimes every once in a while, there, the people have done that. People have had nerve, like, like, I mean, I can't, I won't name any names, but I know a couple professional sure. fighters. I will. That, that Randy had, Couture, you fucking know. No, yeah. I, that, that actually, actually had too many nerves. Stress. Yeah. They stressed out too much and didn't, didn't fight. Like, like actually didn't fight in the UFC. Even like, with uh, millions on the line. Just uh, with all those people watching. I, wow. I, I, but, but it happened. So he's looking for me everywhere. So he's like, oh no, like what happened? Yeah. Yeah. And then he found me sleeping. I was out. <laughs> In, in a corner, and he's like, "Man, I mean, you're the ice man. You're just like a, you just never get nervous, do you?" I'm like, "No, why? I like fighting." Yeah, you know. So, have you always been like that, or is that like like in just everyday life, like for well, tests? You, and you know, I tried. Oh, that it's funny you say that. You're yeah. the first person that ever said that. I always liken it to I was a really good test taker because no because I always I I would stress and nervous and, and study right up to the minute I close the books. Over prepare. Yeah. As soon as I close the book. 
I'd relax because I figured there's nothing else I can do with being nervous. But why am I worried about it? And I just start spitting out my stuff and I'd be relaxed and calm when I'm doing it. And you, and, and your brain works better calm when you're all yes. stressed out going, you're like, oh, I can't remember that. I'd be like, oh, okay, let's go. Let's do the test now. Dude, that I is. I can't study anymore. There's no, my thing was there's, there's no, being nervous is not going to help me. Anymore. Yes. And there's, I can't study anymore. So that part's done. So I, I'm, I'm really good at compartmentalizing things. So that part is done. It is time to take the test. And there's nothing, nothing I can do taking the test. But You've done the what test. you can do, right? I've done what I can do and do the best. I actually did once. I, I went at a physics test. It was pretty funny because afterwards the teacher comes up, Man, have you ever thought about doing physics? Whoa. But I, the but, last but, thing but, I would but, say but, to you. But, he, <laughs> but, but the last, he didn't know the last 11 problems on there. There was multiple choice. And I didn't have time to do the calculations because I took too long doing the beginning part of it. I got. I just went through and I read the read the problem. Yeah, made an educated guess which one the answer would be. Got ten out of eleven. I mean, some of that had to be luck. But I was like, I was like, it was like, but it was it was funny. I you know, but that kind of I've always had I've always had that kind of I, I relax when I take tests. I relax. But did you have folk parents or friends that instill that in you, or did that just like you know? I don't know because everyone. I don't know where that comes from. You wonder where it came from. I I don't know. I think. Um, I, I think it came from, I, a lot of it comes from my mom, my grandfather. It was always like, they were chill. I, I just went, yeah, they're really chill. And just, Hey, just go out there and do your best. I, I don't care what happens. Just go out and do your best. That was so, always the thing. It was always just, Hey, if you give me, if you give me a hundred percent effort and do everything you can do out there, and it was sports or and whatever. And know that you did that, then why are you going to sweat it, right? Then, then that's the best you can do. There's no more, you can't do anymore, right? Wow. You can only give so much. So, you know, for me, like, I, it's like fight fight week. Fight week was my, one of my favorite times because all I got left is make weight and then relax and have fun with my friends. And, and I actually, I'm, I'm working out 45 minutes a day just to stay, to, to, just to keep it going. So Are the workouts more fun when it's fight week because you feel like you've done all the prep? Well, and it's all just... done. I mean, really, all the hard work's done. Yeah. I, I, my last sparring day was a week ago. Like, a, you know, my I'm just kind of moving around. I, I did a little bit of light sparring, t touch sparring, stuff, yeah. but it was it's just fun. And, and I, I like that stuff too. But it's, And you're getting excited and getting ready for the fight. And Picking out like your socks and shit like that that you're gonna take off before the fight. Like, what's your? Did you have a routine that was? Because you sound so just like diligent about everything. It was like I'm gonna do well, this and do I, this. I didn't. I mean, I, I had certain things that I did as a as a habit, but I had nothing that I didn't have any of those like weird things. Like, if I didn't do this, I'm not gonna do that. Right. No like, superstitions. No superstitions where I have to do this or that's gonna happen. It's like, you didn't have like no, a lucky I, cock ring or something like that that you sniffed before each fight. Or? No, I definitely not. <laughs> didn't have one that I sniffed. That would that would be a little weird. Because those are the things that like. You know, you heard about like lucky, uh, I don't know, uh, socks or, um, you know, Wade Boggs used to drink beers before certain games and said that that, that contributed to his success. So people like yourself that had so much success in their sport, it's like when you hear about something that they did, like Lamar Odom used to eat candy before basketball games, Marshawn Lynch obviously like ate Skittles. There was nothing yeah. like a meal even that you had? Like, no, I mean, we always, I mean, we, I went out with my friends the night before, we went out. Um, I think there was, John was always uh, real adamant that I only had sex once the night before, no more. What? And she did all the work. <laughs> I mean, but but he, it was like, look, John, John used to tell me, he's like, he's, one of his things was, because I, I never was into that you hold, not have sex before a fight kind of yeah. thing. But he's like, look, I fought every, I, I was fighting once a month at one point in my career, so what am I never going to have sex? Yeah, no. <laughs> he's like, no, he's like, not going to happen. So he's, and you know, I truly believe that that, that really, that, 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 that old saying or old thing about it came from they don't want you carousing, going out and looking for 
women going out and you gotcha. know, chasing and they, they, that was back. It, so it started like back when guys were, were were going out drinking and smoking and yes. and picking up girls. Yes. And they don't want you doing that. They want you at, at home sleeping and training, containing your energy. Right. Like, was there ever some like did they, they ever say, hey, dude, uh, Chuck, we can't have you coming too much before the fight because you got to save some of that energy. Yeah, you always had somebody saying that. Yeah. There was always somebody coming around <laughs> yeah, yeah. saying that. And I'm like, but. You know, I, I give him my spiel about it, and John gave John John agreed with me. So now, we're, how do you we're in agreement? So to hear you say, by the way, that you just uh, the mindset of I did what I can do, and there's nothing else I can do, and uh, and you just have to trust that you put in the work is something that I think I can probably I can speak for myself and a lot of people I know is easier said than done because everybody second guesses or I know when I was uh, taking tests like even the SATs I'd be like oh cat is to kitten as uh, you know, dog is to puppy, futon, uh, or, you know, uh, fucking dildo. And I'd be like, well, it's probably puppy, but it could be, you know what I'm saying? So I'd always right. second guess. But it's, so it's really, uh, you know, impressive that you just had this like, all right, I'm, I'm going to do that and not, st- to, to psych yourself out of the uh, added stress, which obviously in a sport, like all that extra anxiety is what eventually takes some people out of it, like you said. A hundred percent, and I, I, I think it's a, it, it causes a lot, it wastes a lot, a lot of energy nights before fights. Yeah. And stuff. It's just, did you have someone uh, that you talked to uh, that, like your your trainer John? Uh, First of all, how did you uh, meet him? Like, oh, that, that's a long, that's a that's an old story, long story. Because um, you probably audition guys when, once you decide that you're going to get into it. No, it actually, I I kind of fell into. Oh, of course, my phone's going. It's all good. You know, we might as well just. But uh, I got. Uh, I actually, audit like like I. The, it's a really kind of funny story. The whole thing. I, I've been through it. Like the way I started kickboxing. Yeah. You, you, you ever, you ever hear any of that stuff? Like no. You know, I I how I started kickboxing altogether. Okay, Alfie Alcaraz wrestled uh, the wrestler at yeah. Cal Poly with me when we were young, and I started teaching him how to kick. How young? Um, 18. He, I think I was 19. He was 18 when he came to Cal Poly. Okay. And he, he wrestled there a couple years and then he left. They went back to Vegas and he wanted to learn how to, and he started, he had boxed before, but he wanted to learn how to kick when he was with, with me. So I teach him how to kick and, and we were, we were doing some karate stuff at, uh, while we were rest, on the wrestling team together. So, okay. So real quick. So in just so everybody, cause I think people listening to this as we get going are going to be just there's so many stories and anecdotes and moments that you probably have, and I want to make sure that we don't skip over like the things that got you into this. So when you were a kid, like let's say like eight year old Chuck, are you a big kid? Are you like can people tell that this is about to be what you're going to grow into? Um, I don't think so, but okay. I was I was I mean I was able to fight. My grandpa taught me how to fight when I was young. When I was really young, young I I was being bullied at school. I was oh, getting beat up. They were actually taking my lunch money, which is kind of funny. When you talk that's about so, it. Yeah, that's so joked about. Like, it joked about, but it was it was one of those things. I was I was told by my mom I wasn't allowed to fight, and I listened. But these kids would fight me. They would come, come beat me up. They wouldn't just take your me. money. They just they, like, they'd have to. Well, I would make them take it. They had to. For I wasn't going to give it to them. I I had actually think back about that now. That's kind of. It's not theirs. I wasn't giving it to them, but yeah. I wasn't allowed to fight, so I wouldn't fight back. So they they have to they, they have to take it from me. And I was getting beat up, and and thank God it was back in the day because it's not like like today how it is. Because the principal went to my mom and said, "Call my mom," and she says, "We I asked your son why why he lets these kids beat him up, and he said you won't let him fight back." And and I, I love what you're trying to do with your nonviolence thing, but I 
I, I, I can't, I can't watch, watch this guy. Ever, I, can't, I can't watch it's, him all the time. I got right out my window, I and it's really I, a bummer. I, I, yeah, I, I really can't watch this happen, and I can't protect him all the time. So you got to let him defend himself. Whoa. And Who's that I, principal? Do you remember uh, him? Um, God, I, I can't think of his name right now. Um, I'll okay. get it for you. Fucking, I gotta look at, I, he's I, a I hero. Forget, yeah. But um, my, my, my mom so went to me and said, hey, you know, okay, you, you need to learn how to defend yourself. And and but you can't start a fight, but you're allowed to finish it. <laughs> and so, please make that T-shirt with your mom's face on it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So she sent me to my grandfather, and you know he's he's a, a he was from Brooklyn and a, a pretty tough guy, and uh, he he was in, went to the army, and then he was a, a cop. He's a, a retired uh, uh, as a sheriff's coroner. Oh wow! Um, and then uh, so he'd seen his fair so, share of action. Yeah, and and so he he started teaching me how to fight, and I I learned how to throw some, throw some straight punches and. And, and you know the rest is history as far as fighting goes. I, I, but I mean, like, I, at what point do you go? Does he show you a few moves, and then he's just like, "All right, I think you're ready." Because like, I feel like even just learning once you're in the moment, and the kids that that day when you're like, "Fuck, they're probably coming for it." Like, do you just psych yourself up well, or on the bus I that I, day? That long, that long ago, I don't even remember. I think I was just so happy to be able to fight back because at that so point, once they, they gave you the green so light, many, they gave me the green light to fight back. I was just like, oh, "Let's go!" All right, I get to hit somebody back. Let's do you remember go. the first fight I back? I, I don't, but I, but I don't, I don't remember. That's so long ago, but I, you know, it's, it's one of those things. I, I've never, I never had a problem after that. I was always the toughest kid in my school. I was always the guy that I started doing karate when I was 12. Now, did you have this uh, goatee when you were 12? Uh, no, I didn't. I no, 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 I did not. That, 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 that helped. <laughs> It'd be great if you were like, yeah, you know, people didn't bother me. You know, I was yeah, six, no. eight in the fifth grade. Uh, okay. So then, so you start getting that. It's probably, it's self-defense, but there's gotta be at some point. The fun factor, right? And oh, also, it, was, it became fun. I liked it, and I liked, and I and I, and I became, and I look back now because I didn't even think about it back in the day. Because I, I used to love fighting people for somebody, like oh, defending he, your he, friend's honor. Hey, hey, not even I didn't have to be my friend and say, hey, hey, that guy don't want to fight you, but I will. And they'd be like, oh, I got no problem with you. Ah, uh, you, you kind of do now. Oh you know, my because god! Because I, I, I said I figured out when I was about 21, 22. I figured out that you could look, bully the bully. Well, that not, no, no, but no. About twenty one, twenty two. I because I always said I never, I never started a fight. Right. But I re re realized about twenty one, twenty two. I never let you out of it real easy either. So I mean, you put me in a position where where I could fight you. Yeah. Like, I I mean, I always let you walk away. You always had that option. I'm right. not hitting a guy while he's trying to run away from me. Right. But I wouldn't give you an easy way to walk away from me without looking like the biggest pussy in the room. Gotcha. You know, like I'm. You know, you'd have a choice. A lot of guys took the choice of, I'll look like a pussy, I'm out of here. Because a lot of guys- Was there a face you'd make or something well, you'd I, the say? The way I just look at it, well, usually it was just, what the fuck do you say? Yeah, that'll do it. I just and fucking I'm pissed like, a little bit. Jesus and, Christ. And, and, and usually that was it. And that, because, and, and I was actually, I, I had a lot more, gave me a lot more leeway than a couple of my buddies I grew up with that were, if you, if I said that to you, you got, whoa, this yeah. is the only answer that didn't get you punched. Yeah, yeah. Anything else, anything else come out of your mouth that's getting me? <laughs> I'm just kidding. There's nobody there. Hey, guys. Comedian Adam right here. Hope you're enjoying this episode of the About Last Night podcast. Boy, I got to tell you, I've been feeling good lately. And the reason why? Koi CBD. That's right. Back in the game. Feeling like my best self. Look, Koi CBD is the best CBD company in the business. I don't care what you hear from other people, other comics, Koi CDB, CBD. See, I got so much BBD, CBD inside me, I ain't even fucking talking right. You know why? Because I slept well on the Koi CBD gummies. 
That's right. They've got everything from tinctures to bath bombs to gummies. Uh, they got a skincare line coming soon. They got hand sanitizer during these times. It's very important. So what you want to do, if you want to start feeling like your best self, you want to take some Koi CBD bombs, put them in the bath. Okay. What? Yeah, come on in. Jackson, I'm doing an ad for my podcast. Can you say hi? Hello. Say, I use CBD gummies. I eat CBD gummies. From Koi. From Koi. Koi's the best. Koi's the best. It makes me feel good. It makes me feel good. I feel like my best self. I feel like my best self. Look at these muscles. Look at these muscles. Kiss them. If you get Koi CBD right now, you go to KoiCBD.com, promo code about last night, and you get 20% off your first order. That's incredible. Bath bombs, tinctures, skincare, hand sanitizer, gummies. They've got everything. They're my favorite. It's who I use. So start using it for you too. I can't recommend these guys enough. They're homies and all this shit works. Jackson, say 20% off. 20% off. If you use the promo code about last night. If you use the promo code after night. About last night. About last night. Show them those guns again. Kiss them. Enjoy the rest of the episode. It's so funny. Everybody had uh, a buddy like that. Like even in elementary school, we had a kid named Morgan Nielsen that was the biggest kid that we knew at that time. But he could say and look at you in a way that made you just fucking back down or change the way you were behaving because he just knew and he didn't like abuse the power, but he flexed it. Yeah. Uh, for for better. Yeah, yeah. No, and I, and I for me, I I always had I always had that. Even when I, I was younger, no one knew who I was. I didn't have a goatee. I had no mohawk. What about any teachers ever step up to the plate and be like, "Yo, Liddell, I can fucking." You're like, all right, uh, Mr. No, Johnson, I, you teach math. But, I'm gonna. But, but I look. I never. I never had a problem with those people because it, right. it, it's almost like I, I never had a problem with people because I'm I'm not starting fights. I'm yeah. not picking on people. Yeah. I'm not. I mean, I if you're not. You know, if, I, if anybody I got in a fight with, they're like, "Oh, I understand why you got in a fight with that guy." Right, right. Like, you know. So then you, so, so then you start to become what more interested in in uh, what boxing, kickboxing. Well, I, I know. I started. I wanted to do mar- like I wanted to do martial arts. I, I when I was twelve years old, I was watching kung fu theater, and they had wow. these demonstrations in between of these guys doing this crazy breaking boards and doing all this crazy stuff. And yeah. I thought, you know, I really thought, you know, if I get if I go to karate, I can learn some magic. I can beat everybody up. I can beat anybody. You know, That's I can, so dope. You think That's the dream go. as a kid. And, and so, you know, I, it took me a couple years to talk my mom into it. And she finally, when I was 12, she let me start taking karate. And I, I went to, I, luckily we found, found a style where they, they taught old school, traditional, like, here, well, I'm gonna go over here, do this punch 500 times. Jesus. You know, and then and switch sides and do it the other side five hundred times. Now we'll look at it. Now I make some adjustments, and they do it again. And just to develop me, discipline, yeah, to discipline and, and to teach teach you. But and for me, I needed that. Like I, I was real ADD as a kid, and yeah. I used to have they used to say stuff. My teachers say stuff. I, I never pay attention to stuff. I'm not, but that that taught me how to focus. It was easier to learn how because I wanted it so bad. I wanted to be. I wanted to be learning these magic moves, and I kept waiting. You start out. You, you know, and a lot of people, around three to six months in, they figure there's no real magic to this. It, it's just hard work yeah. and, and, and learning technique. Yes. And most, a lot of, most people quit at that point at, at our school. It was a one-year contract, but they, 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 most people quit right in there three to six months at, when they figured out that, oh, there's no magic to this. It's just you actually just have to be hard work, work and discipline and habits. But, but for me, it was I actually looked at it like, wait – you mean the harder I work at this, I can pass that guy. I can get better than that guy over there. Wow. I can k- keep getting better. I, oh, so the harder I work, translate. And I, they, 
they used to go, they used to come to me like in the summers, like, do you have a house? Do you have a home? Get, get out of here. Go, go do something oh, else. You were just a gym rat. Yeah. I sit there, I sit at the gym because we were allowed to be there all day. And I'd sit there and I'd sit there with my bag next to me and it, wait for guys to come. Hey, you want to spar when you get done or when you're warmed up? Yeah. They're like, dude, it's 5 a.m. They're, they're like, yeah, oh, yeah, okay, sure. I'm like, okay, perfect. I'll, I'll just warm back up again. And I just sit there and I wait, wait again until another amazing, guy came dude. in. You're like Larry before. Bird who like wouldn't leave the gym until he shot like 500 free throws and swished them all. Right. You and just you, loved it. But I just love, and that's, and you know, and I look at a lot of things with people that are really good at what they do and, it, and that's really what it is. I mean, I look back, because you, you don't think about it when you're doing it. You know? uh -huh. Like I, I used to go to wrestling, I used to go to karate during wrestling season. Like I go to wrestling practice, then karate. Wow! I go to, during football season. I go through. I go to football. I think I only missed on Fridays, which is which was kata day. Sorry, karate people, but yeah. <laughs> uh, it was kata day. I was a kid. I, I like kata now, but uh, yeah, back yeah, then, yeah. Well, didn't mind missing it. You know, for, so fr Friday was perfect. Football, Wait, so football is, played Friday night, so oh, I didn't have. Yeah. I couldn't really go. I couldn't go to practice. Yeah, but yeah. I had to miss. Sorry, I had to miss kata. I, Wait, so what's kata? Just forms, like gotcha. old school. Like those See, I, guys did, I was a white belt in Taekwondo. I know you can tell, and I know you're. You know, you, as soon as I came in, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I did. I I did. Uh, yeah, getting a white belt, by the way, in Taekwondo. Just for those of you listening, that's the belt they give you when you sign up. So there was nothing achieved, but. Again, just to uh, share a similar experience, seeing those guys that fucking wanted it and were dedicated, I knew on the uh, flip side of, of what you uh, had a passion for, I was like, oh, this is not for me because I saw all the work it took and you just go, oh, like there's other things that I think I like basketball, right? That was like what that was my that uh, right, yeah. was karate for you. But yeah. but you got to probably appreciate the fact that. Uh, and your your mom probably did of the the things that you were not distracted by because you were so focused on that right like there was probably right. never an opportunity to get caught up in mischief or any sort of bullshit because I don't know if she dangled it over like if you hey if you stay out too late or you do drugs oh, no, you can't I go I never had that problem I didn't drink till I was twenty one wow um, so I you know but I never had any problems with any of that but that that's because I was always I had I had something coming up I always if it wasn't karate it was wrestling football i always felt like i, I so thought, busy and for me mentally it was just like this is not going to help me get where i want to be you know this, that that's something that's not going to help gonna me take be, away, yeah. it's going to take away from my sport it's going to take and, and that was big to me my, wow. my my sport was always so once you uh so once you really start getting into it and you're like oh i can pass this guy i can pass this guy is did, does somebody lay out for you what's possible in this world or do you, you just know, go i'm gonna just put my head down and keep working and no, see what I happens kept doing stuff and 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 honestly, like I used to say in high school, like you know what really sucks is I can't make doing m money doing what I'm really good at. And I was talking about street fighting because oh, there shit. was there was no UFC back then. That was this was eighty. I graduated from I graduated in eighty eight, so there was no I you know Fuck. so I went so I went off so I was wrestling. I went off and wrestled in in, in college, and when I was finished wrestling, and this is where we get to the Alfie story. Yeah, so yeah. now now I've been working with Alfie. He goes out to Vegas and, and goes to the gym and he meets uh, one kick uh, Nick out there and, he, and he's learning kickboxing. And Alfie, I think, became a uh, you know, uh, world champion at one point in yeah. kickboxing. And he fought in UFC um, uh, you know, a few times. But uh, he was, at that time, he's a, would have been, he would have been a small 135-pounder. He, he would have been a good 125-pounder. Yeah, yeah. And he was, at that time, the, the lowest weight was, what, 150 or 155, right. whatever it was. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so... But anyway, I went out to go watch him fight, right? So I'm going out to watch him fight, and we're going to weigh-ins, and I'm at the weigh-ins, and Nick comes over to me, 
uh, you know, I don't know Nick. And now I know him real well. We're good friends. But nice. but at that time, I had no idea who this guy was. He says, oh, he's, oh hey, I'm, I'm, I'm Alfie's trainer. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm promoting this event. And Alfie says you're pretty tough. You want to fight tomorrow night? What? I go, sure, why not? Let's do it. Now fight kickboxing? Kickboxing. So this Had kickboxing. you done it yet? Never. You'd wrestled and karate, done karate. karate. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, yeah, sure, why not? I'll try it. I've been fighting my whole life. And that's kind of how you've always been like that, where you're like, I'll try it because Yeah, why why not? not? I liked it. I love fighting. This is interesting. I thought for for a second, I'm like, okay, why not? Screw it. Let's do it. So we go to weigh in, and and they they go to weigh me in, and I weigh in, and the commission goes, okay, so how many fights do you have? I'm like, (laughs) I I never fought before. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And they looked at Nick and goes, I mean, the guy was the guy who was gonna have me fight was fifteen and zero. I was filling in for the main event. <laughs> He's <laughs> like the, the commission. Commission's like, uh, this ain't gonna happen. But so it didn't happen. So I, I was a little bummed, and I'm like, I go to him. Now oh, you wanted I, it more, probably. I'm like, and I was kind of bummed out about. Oh man, he's like, you know what? I'm doing another fight in three months or so. Or, you know, go so go and start training, and and I'll, I'll bring you out for a fight. I get get you an opponent. So okay, cool. So by chance. By chance, I'd met John Hackleman that week. I'd met, just met him. And uh, at just a gym, a- I, old karate school I used to train at, mm. they called me in because they had a guy, come, a black belt coming in to spar with everybody. And they needed someone to spar him because yeah. they, they, they wouldn't have done well. Um, but they didn't have anybody. That matters, to right? Them. To have somebody they wanted, to they get my, And I'm one of these guys. And they want me to come in and spar with this guy. And it was just okay. So I came in to spar with this guy, and we did we did like wall training without hit, hitting to the face. Mm-hmm. We did some open open sparring, and he he was kicking my ass. Like I, I thought he was beating me. I mean, I, it wasn't you know it wasn't as it wasn't horrible, but like what was I was going through I, your head. I know I'm like man, I, this is pretty awesome. This guy's good, man. He's so I got his card. We're in the back, right? When he was leaving, and he said, "Yeah, if you want to ever come train, let's, let's, let's do it." So this was the week before I went out to Vegas. So I go to Vegas, and, and for some, it's in my wallet, is his card. So I'm driving home from Vegas after watching Alfie's fight, and I'm, I'm looking at his card. Hey, it says world champion kickboxer on here. I should go train with this guy. Wow. So I go up to his house. I call John. I call him up. He says, come to his house. Him and his buddy, Jesus Sanchez, come up. Come up. We go up to his house, and we walk up these stairs, and he had this little gym at the top of his, his place, right? We get there. And he throws me boxing gloves and says, hey, let's just do boxing, boxing sparring to start. Like, See what your okay, hands are like, right? Okay, and I'm like, I've never done just hands in my life. But we said, okay, let's start. So we start boxing. And he, he was a pro boxer. He had 200 amateur boxing matches. Fuck. You know, he was, I mean, he handed me my ass. <laughs> he beat the living piss out of me. Took your lunch money. 19 straight minutes. Fuck. Finally, Jesus That's Sanchez, a long time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A three-minute beatdown hey, sucks. Hey, 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 Sanchez finally goes, hey, hey, can we just train? I, just, <laughs> I think he just, I think got tired of seeing me get hit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, but, but, you know, now that I know John, I mean, I think John was impressed because I didn't go down, number one, because he drops people all the time. And so you just stayed in the pocket. I, I just stayed there. I stayed there and banged. I, I, I didn't know any better. Yeah, we're, we're sparring. Let's go. Because you have That's to tell yourself, you're like, I haven't been here before, so what can I con- con- control? It's like you you can't expect that you're going to beat somebody like that, right? No. That's uh, got 200-plus fights under, the, under I, their belt. I, well, I didn't know about all that until later. Okay. I just do, I do, I'm going up to train with this guy that had world kickboxing right. champion. You know what I'm saying? So you're just like, stay on your feet, huh? So just stay there and go. Let's go. And we went and we kept sparring. I kept training and, and whatever. And, and then... We went down afterwards, and you know, after then we trained and hit the bags and stuff. And then we went down, 
and it was raining. And I came up on a motorcycle. It just started to rain. I wasn't expecting it to rain. So I'm like getting on my bike. So, hey, you coming back tomorrow? I said, yeah, sure. You want me training tomorrow? Okay, then here, take my keys. I'm like, oh, no, I'm good. I can take my bike. No, push your bike into the garage. Take my truck. And a brand new truck just threw me his keys. Said, See you tomorrow. Drove off, went up to his Probably for the next five, seven years, we were at his house six days a week. Holy like, shit. And then after the reason I wasn't after that was because we had both had opened gyms after that, but yeah, I mean, yeah, at yeah. some point. Wow. But, so, okay, so, so then, so five to seven years of that, and then you're like, this is now my path, well, yeah? Well, I, it was, I was doing kickboxing, and we were going along, and, and it actually gotten to the point where I had actually talked about, and we were talking to John, I was like, you know, if we don't want to really take this further, like, I'm probably going to go get a real job my grandma's giving me a hard time and you know i probably got i got a degree in accounting and i was just kickboxing from I, I, st louis obispo yeah, cal poly yeah cal poly yeah, yeah yeah so i i so i was kind of like i i love this life but i'm bartending and, and i'm bartending and you know kickboxing that's it, i i at some point i gotta make i gotta move on you know i'm gonna have to move on and i'd still i probably would have still done it on the side I would have done martial arts the rest of my life. Probably but, taught it at some point. But, but but yeah, but I mean, it was something where I, you know, I thought I was thinking about that. And, and this is at what age? Uh, tw what, 27, okay. 26, 27. So, so, yeah. who, okay. So you're, you're just, you're racking your brain for like, uh, do I need a sign? Do, do I need to look inside myself? Does somebody need to tell me, is this well, the right time to. And, 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 and then right when that happened, Nick, Nick one kick. I didn't think, didn't even realize this until a couple of years ago that he was the same guy that got me into kickboxing, got me into MMA. He comes up to me. He goes to me. He's like, Chuck, Alfie says you're pretty good at wrestling. I said, yeah. Um, do you want to do a mixed fight? I'm like, sure. Why not? So I did. This You'd be a great improviser, by the way. You just like, yes and every fucking suggestion yeah. thrown your like, way. He's like, I'll open it. Like, it was an open hand slap. He was going to do one. It was at the Orleans in, in Vegas in, a, in like a, one of their rooms, yeah. you know. And they were doing mostly kickboxing, but they're going to do three open hand fights like and the, I wound up kicking the guy in the head and knocking him out and he went down you know straight face first and a guy on the side said hey man do you want to fight in the UFC like a guy afterwards comes up to me hey you want to fight he's like sure I'd love to fight in the UFC so the, they um they asked me I, I invited me to fight in UFC 17 and I started fighting mixed martial arts fights and holy shit and I fell in love with the sport and and you know I started learning jiu-jitsu with uh John Lewis and how were you wrestling in college did that I was, skill... I was I was decent. I mean, I was one of those guys. I was a Division One wrestler, and I was I was about fifty fifty. I was a, I'm a I'm a fifty fifty wrestler, but I was tough. I was a scrapper. I'm hard to score points on. Yeah, I was one of those guys. I'm really hard to score points on. I'm not really hard to beat up real bad, but I mean, I, I just I didn't. I, technically, I, I I never got to the point where I I just I couldn't break into like you know making anything happen. Now, when you're bartending on the side, uh, is there ever because you know. This is in California where a lot of bartenders uh, are, uh, you know, young, pretty girls. Uh, there's dudes. I don't think I've ever seen a bartender that looks like you. How did that go down for people that you were serving? Because you're a, a friendly, uh, charismatic dude, so I feel like that part you had down. But yeah. was there like... Was it, it went, like a cheers type spot for people? Did you get to know everyone? Well, or? I got to know everyone. And, everyone, and I was, I'm real friendly. Yeah. I'm, I'm really easygoing. Plus, I, I'm good at watching people, and I don't like people to fight. I don't like people to get hurt. I don't like people. If you don't want to fight, I don't, I don't want to. I, I used to tell my guys, because, you know, some door guys, I some, a lot of my guys that yeah, trained yeah. at my gym later were working at the, at the door. They, want, they want, kind of want fights they to happen. Want to they, want it, they want to show that they can take care of it. Yes. 
I'm like, look, look, I, I, I'm working here. I do not want, it's almost like the, the roadhouse thing. Like I, I, there, girls don't come to places where there's fights. And here on the other side of that, guys that spend money don't come places that aren't girls. Okay. <laughs> yes. Wow. So good I'm math. a bartender. Yeah. <laughs> I want tips. Yeah. Good looking girls equals guys yes. equals tips. I don't want to serve Fair. shots to guys that just want to fight other guys. Right, right. Because yeah. th th those guys aren't tipping you. No. They don't care. <laughs> no. They're going to be knocked out and lose their wallet, and then no one's going to make money. <laughs> right. Also, the, right t the, the girls that you want at a bar aren't the ones that want to support guys who are just fighting for no, for no reason, reason. Yeah, right? Yeah, ex exactly. And so, you know, I, I was always really good at... It, it, I could spot fights starting from behind the bar. And half the time, oh, it'd take me, me throwing a piece of ice at someone. Hey, guys, come on. <laughs> go, You go that way. You go that way. Come on. Let's, like, did the ice man just throw a piece of ice at me? But it's like, but, and I used to come up to people. I break up fights all the time. And guys are always you know, in the middle of something. And you're like, okay, want to explain to me what he did wrong. I'm like, look, I don't care. If you want to take care of what he did wrong, go see him afterwards somewhere. Yeah. Go somewhere else. Yeah. Do it somewhere. You do it here. It's my problem. Yeah. I just do me a favor. Don't don't do it here. Wow. Take care of it somewhere Could else. You're mediating. You know, but and for them, they can walk, turn around because hey, people knew me. Like, and I was a, known as a tough guy, so they're like, "Oh, I'm doing." I, Chuck, I was gonna kick that guy's ass, but uh, Chuck asked me not to, so yeah, I'm just gonna be cool. Chuck asked me and, not to. And, By the way, that really, could be the name of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but the funny thing is, that, and that makes them, and because because look, man, I don't, I don't know if you've been around guys that are fighters. Yeah. If 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 we're we're yapping at each other, yelling at each other, talking shit for for a couple minutes, you don't want to fight. You're not a fighter. Yeah. That's not a guy that wants to fight. I don't right. want to fight. Right. If you don't want to fight. I'm a, if you two wanted to fight, if I want to really break it down, if I want to say it the, the right way, yeah. if, if you two wanted to fight, you you would already fought already. If both you both. It happens like that, huh? Especially, well, look, especially here in Hollywood, like people are like, so funny. Like it doesn't happen that fast here, but the people here are so funny because I go out, like you finally get to the point where you go, okay, man, let's let's go. Like you, or one of my buddies, way, are you, you guys? All right, man, I'm done. Let's go outside. Yeah. And they're like, whoa, what happened? What happened? Yeah, like, yeah, bro, yeah, yeah. you committed a Wait, fighting. Outside, like outside, what, outside? Like, like, they're asking questions like, just to yeah. delay it. You're like, you, you committed a fighting. What are you surprised about? You yeah. committed a fighting fence 20 minutes uh -huh. ago. Yeah, it's, yeah. This is, this is, you know. Well, I've long said that, that if you're patient enough, like guys, if they go back and forth, it's taunting and questions. And then maybe a friendship blossoms where it's like, you bumped my shoulder, bro. What's up? He's like, well, not much, man. I just fucking, I can swivel these shoulders wherever I want. Yeah, well, it fucking hurt. Well, I didn't know that, dude. Well, what happened to your shoulder? Well, I had shoulder surgery from softball. Oh, shit. Do you play co-ed or is it on the, say, on the weekends? <laughs> and then like, they get to know each other, but yeah. like, because they want to delay the inevitable. But, but And then that's the thing. Like, look, you, none of, I, I feel like on, look, neither one of you wants to fight. Just no. stop. No one wants no one, quit. And people quit. must respect the fact that a guy your size and, and as tough as you, if you're saying chill out, then uh, they're probably like, all right. Yeah, it's come it, But it, it, most of the time it's come on. He didn't do anything worth hitting yeah. him over. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I, sorry. It's like, maybe, you know, and if they do, it's like, if you, man, if, if you want to, we're talking about that kind of fighting stuff. Fight, you cross, they cross that line without, with, like you, if you grew up with my friends, like my, you would have already been hit. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if if you wanted to fight, if you really were that type of guy, you would already hit him. You're not. So Did, stop acting like it. Right. Just relax. Did you ever have Breathe. to jump over the bar and truly get in the middle because maybe the door guy was outmatched or? Oh, we. I I, I jumped over the bar a few times. Yeah. Wow. We, you know, and I, I always had that thing. We, for the most part, we were able to break stuff up without punches being thrown. But if if someone threw a punch at one of the door guys, it, it was on. 
Like it, it, it's all okay. it took. Well, if you're, you're, I mean, within reason, we to the point we st- we're going to stop you. We're not going. I I was never a guy that's going to hurt you. Right. Like, if, well, that's not say. Like, I drop guys, but if I'm not going to jump on top of you and hit you. Gotcha. Like uh, two of my two of my really good friends in um in high school spent probably half their high school career in and out of jail. Yeah. Because for that one real problem was they didn't know when to stop. Yeah. Like I probably been in as many fights or more than them. Never, never had any problems. Thank God. Because you contain. But because I, you know, I, I fight. Guys, guys, done. I, I'm done. Oof. Like you know, I let you get back up. Like I, it's not my Tyson. Uh, I've even had guys where I, where I go, go to. I, I've had, I've dropped a couple guys and they stood back up, and I started to go and go, go out of them again. And I see in their eyes are not. I'm like, wait, he's no. Oh, he's not here. Just someone take him inside. Yeah, if I've he wants had, to fight later, bring him back out. But take him inside. Yeah, I've had that a lot too. Uh, but um, that's uh, that's one of those things where you go, all right. Thank God I have that in me to where I can control myself. Like I've always said too, if someone makes fun of my mom or my calves, I'll fucking end their life. Uh, that's a joke. Uh, <laughs> you can make fun of my mom, but uh, but I think <laughs> I think there's something about getting to a point where you know your power, like you do, and yeah. then being able to just. Still stay focused because, yeah, if you'd gotten in one bar fight like that and let your emotions get the best of you, uh, you probably don't have a career because you probably do go to jail for something or yeah, well, or become a different person. Yeah, there's a lot of different things. I mean, but, you know, and most, most guys that, you know, I used to always laugh. Like, we were at a party one time yeah, it was back in the day in Vegas. We were out there, and my buddy had a bunch of the girls from um, Club Paradise came over to his house and they had a party, and there's these... A couple of dudes like wrestling in the in the living room, and some of the girls come. I mean, hey, man, hey, are those real fighters over there? I'm like, um, no. See that guy sitting in the jacuzzi with the two girls? That's a fighter. Um, that guy yeah. talking to that girl over there, having a drink. That that's a fight. He fights in the UFC. Yeah, hilarious. Those two jackasses. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I, I think know. they I've live never, in the garage down the street. Yeah, I've yeah, never never seen them. Of course, that's how it goes. Okay, so now you get. Um, so you have to make a commitment to go. I'm gonna now do uh, uh, MMA. Yeah, and, and get yeah. you got asked to do that, and yeah. now it's what changes in your life or your your mindset as far as like, okay, cool, I'm gonna. Uh, quit bartending, right? And no, I was still bartending. Still bartending. I, I just, I just kind of moved on. I mean, I got a thousand. I mean, I got a thousand dollars to show up and be an alternate. Now I had a chance of getting in a tournament, you know, and, but you know they would made they made ten or twenty grand for second and for first and second place. Yeah, but that that was all. It wasn't a lot of money. I mean, shoot, my first offer for a, for a, like a year like a year deal for the UFC was um, Dana Fielded it actually when he was first my manager. One, uh, was what was it two and two, three and three, and four and four? And he's like, I think that either that was a one and one, two and two, three and three. But, but anyway, that was the offer. And he's like, What am I gonna do with this? Like, are you gonna sign a three fight deal yeah, that, yeah. that totals out at twelve thousand dollars or whatever that. it is? Like, get, get I wouldn't even do that. Yeah, like well, this, this makes no sense. So he he sent it back to him, and we we fought, I fought in a different show, knocked the guy out, and then came back and got a better deal. But um, so Dana was instrumental in the oh yeah the whole so MMA well, he was, he, Dana at that point was my man was my manager he oh was, gotcha he, he managed Cito he managed me managed a few other people and then and then when he got with the Fertitas they 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 bought the UFC and then he moved to being president and he couldn't be a manager anymore because the UFC started that. in what two thousand oh no no uh, ninety three ninety three was the first one fuck. And your first fight in it. So, okay. So how long is it going before your first? Uh, 98. 
Gotcha. So you know of it, and now that it, that's now a place where oh, you can yeah. end well, up. Well, no, it was one of those things like you always heard about it. Um, like you heard about like people are telling story. Oh, there's a tournament here. You know, my instructor went there, but he was hurting two people too bad, so they wouldn't use him. I used to hear that one all the time. It's, For real? It's, I still do. It's funny. <laughs> But like anyway, you still occasionally will hear someone tell that story. Now I'm like, look, <laughs> guys, it's it's not that hard to get yeah, into yeah, UFC yeah, like, yeah. If, if you're that good. Yeah, and then and if you are that good, they're not gonna not want you. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. Always probably looking sorry, for sorry, guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sorry, yeah, I turned sorry. him down. I did a yeah. lot of other things going on. Yeah, I just uh, learned the French horn and uh, you know some yeah. other things. Gardening <laughs> takes a lot of time. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, but you'd always hear these things about how to get in, there and, I, and no one knew. Hey, man, I tell me, well, tell me where to go. I'll go try. I'll try out because I, uh, Lorenzo Neal is a friend of mine. Oh yeah, uh, uh, fullback. Yeah, for uh, uh, the Chargers back in the day, and he he used to go, man, come on, why don't you do this, man? You're a street fighter. You're a wrestler. Oh man, you'd be great. You know, like he was like, we got to get you in there. We got to get you in the UFC, and like and. It's pretty funny because if you don't, it's same thing with like comedy and acting. If I had nobody tied to the business, so I had no. Uh, yeah, wherewithal of like, oh, how that, do I start? What's the first yeah, move? Yeah, and back then there, there wasn't a lot of it. You didn't know anywhere what to do, like how to get in. It was just kind of one of those things. Because I don't think it really. What what year do you think? Because you say you started ninety three, and I was well, what uh, look, it launched, eleven. The Ultimate Fighter we shot it in 04. right? And then it, and then oh five when it was aired and they. It took off. That's okay. Yeah. That's when the UFC really. I think that's took why off. I feel like that was like the starting point. But it no, was that's when planting it really the seeds before then. Yeah. Uh, okay. So once you start to just become part of that whole world, is it uh, is it exciting because you know that you're building something from the ground up and you're with people that like and it hasn't totally well, popped you know, yet. That's funny. You just you, you talk about that, and that. We don't know anything. I didn't. We didn't think it would pop like this. I thought it would be here sometime, someday, because I thought it was the greatest sport in the world, but. I thought it would take us a lot longer. That the Ultimate Fighter really launched us so much faster. I went from being able to walk around and tell, go like, okay, that guy by just by what they're wearing, that guy probably knows who I am. That guy probably knows. Um, what do those guys look like? Uh, you know, they have a tap out shirt on. Uh, yeah. You know, Ultimate. They got some other fight shirts on. Yeah, yeah. Get, You know, or like big big dudes. Uh, yeah, they look. They look at they, like they're in shape. Yeah, they look like they, they train train somewhere. And, and where they were like the guys that look like wrestlers, or they're they want to look like they're in a shape to where if you see them at like a Whole Foods and you're like, "Yo, you got my back," they'd be like, "Yeah, Chuck, let's do it!" Right? Yeah, yeah. And so it's easy to pick those people out. Gotcha. So uh, I mean, after that show, just after that that simple first season of that show, I had I. I Old ladies coming up to me in in the at the mall, just playing hey, with man. themselves in front hey, of you. Hey, oh, yeah, what's um, up? Yeah, <laughs> not that. But Later, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Anyway, oh, but, for sure, dude. But, but they're going up. Hey, oh, I'm a big fan. A great, great fight last night uh, or the other night. And I'm like, you're well, watching. I'm like, well, I'm like, wait, you taught me fight. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but it, it was crazy. It went from. It, it did you overnight. enjoy that? Uh, and there's, did Dana or anyone give you guys a prep for that? They see what was about to happen and they're like, yo, your life's getting ready to change. So maybe no, be- they, they, no, no one knew what was going to happen. No one knew. They didn't know. They, they were, I mean, I think they were on the way I understood it. They were on their last, that was their last kind of ditch effort to try to launch the sport. They, I think they were in, I think they were invested uh, 40 plus million. They, they'd sunk into it trying to, trying to get it off the ground. And wow. And, and that's the thing that took off. And they, they, they had to film, they had to pay for that whole show. They, they didn't help them out, uh, which, Worked out for them in the in the long run because they, yeah. they had full ownership of it, right? Right. Instead of, instead of having a, a someone sharing it with the network, they they had a 
they, they paid for it themselves, so they, they had full, full ownership of it. So, Hey guys, Adam Ray here for the About Last Night podcast. Hope you're enjoying this episode. Obviously, it's a very difficult time for everyone right now. We're all uh, challenged in finding a day-to-day routine that, uh, that makes our lives uh, consistent and awesome. And if there's something that's interfering with your happiness right now or preventing you from achieving your goals, BetterHelp Online Counseling is there for you. Uh, BetterHelp is a professional counseling service online, private, and it's so convenient. Um, I've used it for a little bit now. It's truly the only way uh, that i found uh, to help get uh, my own issues dealt with on my own time uh, at my own pace. You can schedule secure video or phone sessions plus chat and text with your licensed professional counselor right now. They're specialized in depression, anger, stress, anxiety, family conflicts, LGBT matters, grief or relationships, uh, sleeping, which I have a lot of uh, trouble with, trauma, self-esteem. Anything that you share with them is confidential. And guess what? If you're not happy with your counselor for any reason, at any time, you can request a new one for no additional charge. There's 3,000 U.S. licensed therapists across all 50 states, available worldwide. And again, there's four ways to communicate with them. Text, chat, phone, and video. You can start communicating in under 24 hours. It's available on any desktop, mobile web, Android, and iOS apps. Schedule a video or phone session, generally weekly, unless your therapist schedules more. Uh, unless you just are really not sleeping and need to get some, uh, some, some additional chats in. Uh, there's broad expertise in the network, which may not, uh, which may not be locally available in many areas. Financial aid is available for those who qualify. It's secure. It's convenient. It's professional, and above all, it's affordable. All right, it's truly the most affordable option I found. So right now, all ALN listeners are going to get 10 percent off your first month with a discount code about last night. So why not get started today and start making some changes for the better in your life? You deserve it. So go to betterhelp.com slash about last night. Simply fill out a questionnaire to help them assess your needs and get matched with a counselor that you'll love. That's betterhelp.com slash about last night. Betterhelp.com slash about last night and get 10% off your first month with promo code about last night. And now back to the episode. Did you keep, uh, so, and did you keep your training kind of the same and consistent as things kind of took off or did you kind of, you know, with more success and notoriety and exposure, some guys will then maybe hire more guys or different guys well, or no we we stayed we stayed old school for the most part i mean yeah. i had some strength coaches come in and stuff but guys i've been working with like um they they changed over the years but they were the same um same guys uh mm. same the guy they learned from the same guy gotcha from fresno so uh, we used to keep go keep working through uh um, did you go back to um uh, San Luis Obispo and and uh, and Cal Poly at some point to kind of speak to like your old wrestling uh, team uh, or like what well, was that I, I've, first? I've like, done I've done stuff like that a lot. It, you know, sure. it was and I and I, I lived in San Luis. I, I stayed there for twenty years. The whole time I was fighting, the whole time oh, wow. I was fighting, I fought, I, I fought out of there. It was perfect. I mean, John lived up there. I lived. I, it was a perfect. It's a perfect community for for me for fighting. There's not a lot of distractions. And you know, it's, it's I knew everybody, and yeah. I I was comfortable. And it was it was people knew and kind of like let you do your thing. And yeah, not, it was my it was it was it was home. You know, it was just a, it was a great place to be. Uh, okay, so your first big fight, right? Like the one that kind of like put you on the map. You what? What would you say that? You know, I, you know, I don't know. I don't know what that one was. I mean, I don't know which which one felt the most. Uh, 
I don't know. I mean, again, like Iceman, no nerves. But like, which one do you feel like? But I, but like, like the first uh, the UFC seventeen when I was on TV, they played it. They played it downtown and slow. Like I got, I got to think. People had to see me fight. People knew me there as a kickboxing. Yeah. I, I been kickboxing, and they get the, you know, you still make the local press, and I get some coverage from them. Um, but that was a, you know, first time some people got to watch me fight on TV. You know, it was really cool. Uh, what did your uh, mom say to you? Like, when, like, was there a moment where she, you know, watched a fight or like the first thing she said to you where it was like, boy, I'm sure glad I let your principal talk me into letting you kick the shit out of those lunch stealers. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. was there like, cause that's no, crazy. She, she must have felt like she had a hand in that. Oh yeah, for sure. But she, she always, you know, it wasn't, I mean, I think she would have, I think she might've rather me, me be a, um, an accountant too, but yeah. uh, she was always very um, vocal about being supporting whatever I wanted to do. She was really, really, I, my mom did a great job of, you know, teaching us to think for ourselves. Yeah. You know, don't, you know, I just know she, she always wanted you to think for yourselves and, and allowed us to, to argue with her and do stuff, not in a disrespectful way, but we were allowed, it's like, I can't, I can't don't see that with people. I mean, I, I guess I got that from my grandparents, though, too. My and so and respect was a big thing with my, my family, respecting your elders and respect, totally. showing people respect, which I think a lot of people nowadays have, like, uh, like, like I was, I've been saying it for a while, common, common decency and common respect is just yeah, man. gone out the window for a lot of people. It's like, crazy. It should be how we I like, like, who raised you? I know, man. Like, I've seen some of these things on protesting things where I see people treating people certain ways and I'm like, I don't care what side you're on. Yeah, man. Why do, how can you watch that? You know, it's really as how, as that. I mean, that, it's, that's, I don't care yeah. what side you're on, on, yeah. on, on, on what, what you're, cause I'm one of those people. I, I'm, I'm, you can have your own beliefs. I, yeah. I'm one of those live and let live. Like if we, we can agree to disagree. On yes. Things. If I you're mean, leading with respect, if you, if you are engaging with someone and you have, uh, you're not, uh, on the attack, but you're, you're trying to understand, and, and uh, and and I'm I'm willing to learn yeah. too. Like if you can convince me, yeah. I, I mean I'm pretty set in my ways. Yeah. At, you know, I'm 50 years old. I'm, yeah. I've been around a long <laughs> yeah, time. Yeah, I've yeah. been through a lot. And um, was your and, mom the uh, so so? I was raised by a single mom. And uh, so uh, what was a single mom? Yeah, yeah. I, my my dad left when I was three, but we moved in with my grandparent. We we kind of moved around for a little bit, but then we were in some assisted housing. And then we moved to try to get me in a, a better place because we were. Too much trouble down there, and then. Oh, so, you, so it was you, mom, and grandparents. No, it was me and my mom. Well, after I was eight, we moved in with my grandparents. Gotcha. So I was eight. Actually, we had my great grandma in a four bedroom. We had great grandma in one room, my uh, grandma and grandpa in one room. Dude, my, you were like my, Charlie Bucket and Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory. My, my mom and my mom and her, my sister in one room, and then me and my two brothers in one room. Holy so, shit! But it, was, but it was a great family. I had a great, you know. Do, do you people often ask me this because you know my dad left when we were nine and so it was my mom and sister and I and my mom at one point wanted to move us to Oklahoma to be with her parents to have that same thing of like more help for sure right like and more parental guidance and people to look up to right, right. especially in the dude department because I don't know yeah. what your mom how oh, if she got yeah. back out there but my mom it took her a minute and she's like she wanted an immediate like male presence and she was like grandpa can can be that, but just more help, you know, you know and, and you, and having siblings, I'm sure helped, it, but it's true. But yeah, no, and my grandfather stepped in and became my father figure. I mean, I, I, I idolized my grandfather. Wow. He, you know, what so did he was, do? He, he was a retired, uh, uh, oh, sheriff's that's, that's right. Yeah, but, but he was just, uh, he's just a solid guy. He was one of those guys. He, he, he's very principled, very stand up for anybody. Did he welcome the challenge of, of 
take yeah, on he, more. Yeah, he just he was hey, I'm here. You're hey, he was my, my guy. Yeah, he's he's he was uh, he went to all my all my sporting events, all my stuff, everything. Huge, him. right? That's what. And your mom and did that to, too, yeah. Yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. But uh, yeah, and she, I mean, she but she was working full time and doing all her stuff. But when, whenever she couldn't work, like you know, she, they, I mean, they they kept a good eye on us the whole time though too. Like we were never there was never any lone time. Like my my grandparents would go out, would take uh, two weeks a year. For vacation, yeah. My mom would use those two weeks for a vacation. She'd take off school. She'd take off work for those. Her two, oh, that's huge. Her vacation, so she'd be home while they're gone. Wow. We, we always had. There was always someone in our house. That's big time. <laughs> and how, and brothers and sisters older. I have an older sister and two younger brothers. Gotcha. And how did you guys get along? Oh, we all got yeah. We all yeah. got along pretty as much good. as you I mean, can. Get, if you're around each other all the time, yeah, it's like I mean, we get along really well. For I mean, for stuff. I mean, we got in our fights and we got in our, you know. I never. I never. Uh, I think I hit my brother once when he was. <laughs> when I, I hit him. I, my my younger brother. I hit, hit once when he was nineteen. Uh, he was he was out of yelling at my grandfather. And that yeah, was, that's another. That's a whole. Yeah, that's a. I mean, I'm like, which I mean, yeah, what I are you doing? Me, like, what are you yelling? What are you, yeah. Are, yeah, what are you? What are you thinking? Crazy. Like I'm to me because I. I mean, I mean. It, well, he was not alive today, but if he was alive today, I still wouldn't yell at him. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's like well, you know, again, it's a respecting. It's respecting like, for me. Like, and, yeah, and, man. and that was the only things and. And, uh, yeah, but, uh, did they see you start to excel in this world and kind of understand it or because it's all so new where they're just like, what are well, you doing? Why don't you be an accountant? No. Uh, th- when I was kickboxing, they said, my grandma said that my grandpa never did. He was always, my grandpa, he told me, and I've said this on one other podcast thing that he told me when I was 19 years old. Wait, hold on a second. You did another podcast? No, you no, on no, me? no, 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 I, well, no, no. <laughs> And my and my last show, I, did, yeah, I was yeah, talking yeah. about it, yeah, yeah. and uh, it, made, it got a big thing because I said I'm talking about Tyson. Oh yeah, because my grandfather, when I was 19 years old, said uh, he told me, "Man, you can beat that guy, that Mike Tyson guy. You can beat him." And I laughed. I'm like, "You're funny, pops." <laughs> <laughs> well, all right, thanks, pops. You're like, and, are you talking uh, about the same I Mike Tyson? <laughs> I, uh, I love your confidence, pops. And that was what, and he was, man. I was, I mean, I was, I was a huge Tyson fan. I'm Fuck like, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, pops. Oh, all right, pops, whatever. And I see the cool thing is nowadays. It's a serious question: Who would win in a fight between me and Mike Tyson? Now, I'm not, I'm not silly. I I, mean, I, I know I'm not going to outbox him, but in, in a in an MMA fight, MMA, MMA fight, or in the street, um, uh, I got he's got one punch on the way in. He misses, it's over. <laughs> oh shit, dude! You know, Soundbite City. That's going to be my new email alert. By the way, you just saying that that you're not wrong. If you got, let's say, you guys are at a fucking round table pizza. And Mike comes up and throws one and misses. What's your move? I'm gonna take him to the ground, and he'll With never what? get back up. I'll do just a double leg. I just just barrel through him. Holy shit! Um, yeah, you're you're he, taller he, than him for sure. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, but for 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 me, like a guy that that it's never wrestled, and he's and he's and he's and we're friends. Actually, I know him. I know oh, yeah. Mike. Uh, he's a great guy. He's, I, I met I met him back in the day. And Tell him to accept my for, Facebook for, friend request. First time I ever, first time I ever actually ever met him, he came up. And we, he was. Uh, he was telling me, he's, "Man, don't let those guys take advantage of you. Don't let those." I thought it was his big. Wait, thing. can you do the voice? Yeah, I was doing. I can't. I don't do. I don't do Mike very well. Wait, wait, wait so what did he say? I'll, I'll try to do it. I'll uh, reenact the moment with you. He was just saying, "Don't, don't let the, don't let those guys take advantage. Don't Chuck, let those don't promoters let those guys take advantage, of you, man. There's the different pro- guys, man. Uh-huh. Yeah, 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 exactly. Don't let those promoters take, take advantage. Of you. Don't let them do that. Oh, so he was looking out for you? Yeah, that's what he was saying. Like he was like telling me because yeah, I was I was world champ at the time, and he's like, yeah. he's business savvy. I think more so than people give him credit for. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he is. And just under, I mean, fuck, dude, how do you not do what he's been doing as long as he has and not, you know, uh, just have soaked up enough experience to be able to drive your own ship, right? 
Right, and and he does a great job of it. You know, like wait. So who brought right up now. that you guys that no, you could beat I, him? No, I I I just brought because the reason I brought I, I, the way I said the story yeah. I was just talking about how my grandfather said that because I was it was just came out yes. we were talking about my. It's grandfather. the same way my grandma always said like you could you're better than George Clooney and I was like all right I fucking that's you're definitely not wrong but she. <sighs> In that supportive family member mindset, they're yeah, like, and 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 then the, the question was was asked was Mike going, what was uh, was Ed was like, well, well, who'd win? Like I I, w- I was never going to say anything about who, that I'd win. I just said it's funny that you know nowadays it, it's a real question like yes. who'd win the fight between you and Mike? Yes. And he's oh, and then he's the one that posed. So who do you think would win? I'm like, well, what what are we doing? Are we boxing or are we are we fighting? I mean, I think Holy kickboxing shit. would be interesting. Would he I, ever... I mean, I think that because actually, I was in a I was in negotiations with uh, like Holyfield's people back. I don't remember what year, but they, we were they were talking to us about doing a kickboxing match with Holyfield, right? I and mean... I was like, sure, let's do it. I'm in uh, because if I can kick his legs, if he doesn't know how to block leg kicks, I, I I can I can destroy him. He's got one round to knock me out, and he's gonna have a hard time doing it while I'm kicking him in the legs and staying pushing kicks off him and oh, not yeah. him get close enough. So it, it was funny, you know, we said that and then, then he came, they came back and they said, okay, well, actually we'll do it, but no leg kicks. I'm like, well, it depends. If you guys are paying enough money, whatever, you know, okay, well, no leg kicks. I can front kick him. I can still I can kick him in the head, still kick him in the body. Okay, cool. Yeah, we, we can do that. And then, and it was funny, I, I just uh, about a, two years ago, I was talking to Boss Rutten about it and I guess they were in negotiations with him too. And they just like they kept changing the rules on him too. And he's like, "Yeah, sure, whatever." Hey, man. And he's like, "You know, they could have gone to boxing if they're paying enough money. I would have boxed them." Right? You know, like, I mean, at the time, like, hey, what, what would I have to lose? Like, I'm gonna fight one of the best bo- heavyweight boxers of all time, and 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 get paid Make a lot of money, cash, and yeah. uh, I maybe win, maybe lose, but um, is it is it I got uh, nothing to lose? I was gonna say like what money talks for sure, but yeah. like um, like. Uh, Conor McGregor just came out and said he uh, who was who was it? Pacquiao. That, yeah. Do you, now is that for because they both for the sport of it and for the challenge also probably for the for, cash for, what for do, the cash. Yeah. I mean, I mean, for I mean, look at this point, right? Know, at that point, like like when he fought Mayweather, you know, he's a boxer. Like he's never he never boxed. Uh, you know, Conor's not a boxer. You know, he he's not. There wasn't. I mean, I don't think he had much of a chance of winning that at all. I mean, I thought he, and I actually thought he did a great job for hung, what, in, for, yeah. hung in there great. And, they, and he it took it. How would you approach it. that? Would you, if you had a chance to talk with him and maybe give him some, or, well, or. There, there wasn't much. I mean, I think they had a lot of control over what he did. Like uh, me personally, I would have, I probably would have gone and pick, picked him up and slammed him right away. <laughs> I would have take, pick him, dropped him on his head yeah, and, 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 and get, take a warning. <laughs> Take a warning for that like, one. You're right. My bad. Gotta, my bad. My bad. Sorry. <laughs> make him worry and maybe do it one more time. Yeah. Maybe get another warning. Yeah. yeah. Take, take a point. <laughs> but yeah, just to get worried about That's it. You know? Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. Know? yeah. But uh, uh, I don't know. I mean, yeah, because they're not going to end the fight. They want it to continue. Yeah, you think yeah. they're going to end it that quickly if yeah. you do something like that? Yeah. Uh, the kick, the, what do you think, like, your signature? I mean, your kicks were fucking, dude, like, demonstrative. I mean, and I, and even seeing the uh, fight, uh, I don't know how to pronounce it. Does, uh, uh, Israel, um, what's his name? Uh, yeah, I mean that fucking kick to Costa's uh, face was pretty uh, nice. Slick. I mean, yeah, I I think that fight. Uh, my thing with that was like, I think Costa. I think it was game. A lot of it was game plan too. Like it was a problem. I mean, he got it got they got in his head. They, someone got in his head that you can't come after Israel because uh, 
and Saya likes, you know, he like he likes to counterfight. Yeah. So I thought this could be a great, great fight because uh, Costa likes to come forward. Uh, Izzy likes to fight, likes to counterfight. So it's going to be an action-packed fight. They're gonna, they're going to get after it. I think someone talked to me and not coming forward and not coming after, it. and and that's the worst thing you do with a guy like him. Like is he that has he, a kick he, in his arsenal like that? Was it? He's technical, and if you, and you stand and for a guy like Costa who stands in a boxing stance, like this is a big thing for me. Like he stands in a boxing stance, mm. more of a boxing set, solid st- boxing stance yeah. where he can throw heavy hands yep. and throw power. But problem is, is you, you you're not going to be fast enough to pick that leg check up. It's going to be hard if you're not initiating the move to pick that leg kick up. Right. Um. So I mean, I have one move I really like for for that. Like if you're gonna if you got a guy doing that to you, it'll help stop him kicking at you like that. But I don't know that I don't know that it would have changed anything. I think it might might help him a little bit. But I think I would I would I don't think that I don't know that the outcome would be different. Yeah. But I'd really like to see the fight over again with Costa coming forward and going after him the way he fights. You need, you need he needed to fight him his fight and not not fight to not lose to to Israel. Gotcha. I thought he. I thought he was fighting in a style where he didn't want to lose to Izzy. Get caught. Get caught coming in. He said, "I don't want to get caught coming in," and he just sat outside and got eaten alive. Because I, um, I told uh, it's when um, let's see, a randoman was was fighting. He was he was going out there to fight, and in one of his fights, and I told him, "This guy's a leg kicker. You're gonna go out there, and he's a leg kick. He's gonna leg kick you if you stand and leg kick distance." Which and, is what about it? Well, when it's just out of range of punches, but you just you, you still get kicked, and you're and you're and, and you're going to be and you're flat footed like you are, he's going to eat your legs alive. And 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 you know, you got to be all the way in or all the way out. Right, you're in no man's land. Yeah, if you're standing there, if you're standing in kicking range, and you're you're standing in a boxing stance, in kicking range. You're gonna get kicked in the leg. What is the proper and, stance to defend if you're in well, kicking? Well, you have to you have to have a leg almost you know, more like a more like a kickboxer type right. guy, a little lighter foot, lighter front foot, so you can so you can block and check. Yeah, yeah I can mean, you really block a like once that kick is coming? Like yeah, when you're yeah, looking yeah, to to plan it, you can block it. Yeah. yeah, but is there is there a point when you know just based on like when you're starting to swing that you're gonna connect and that's gonna be that, or is it really just? I mean, you're just reacting. Imagine, and, you throw it, you throw it in a way. You throw you throw it and hope it hopefully it goes through the right way. You, you throw it. At, are you planning them out in a certain mood? Like how much, what's going through your head? It's like timing and setting people up. You're trying to get like, look, a guy like, like, like Izzy, I'm sure is he's, he sets you up and he's trying to, he's seeing, um, um, tendencies. When I do this, he does this. Gotcha. When I do this, he does this. Okay. I'm gonna do that again, but this time I'm doing this instead of this. And he's gonna, he's gonna look for, he's thinking I'm doing that again and I'm gonna do this. So, and he makes it look, he hides it, makes it look, look the same, but then it comes up, it floats up high. You know, so you're trying to throw him off with like different yeah, patterns. Yeah, you're, you're trying to throw him, throw him off different patterns. You're setting people up. And he's a guy trying to, he's a guy that fills you out. He fills you out. And I, I thought the first round, he was filling him out, seeing what he was going to let him do, what totally. his idea was. I mean, as his corner, as Costa's corner, after, after the, I mean, his, it looked like his leg was done after the first round. Oh, yeah. The way he, he, he took a, he took a flat foot walk to the, to the, to the corner where I'm like, man, this leg, that leg's not going to last much longer. If he, st- if he doesn't cut, he needs to come at him and come at him, come at him and knock him out. He needs to, he needs to come after him. How do you uh, think the no fan experience is? Does it take away? I mean, obviously you never had to experience that, but does it from a viewing perspective, obviously most sports right now are just weird, but 
That's, what, that's you, a weird thing. I, 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 right? you know I haven't really talked to anyone that had to, had to do it mm. yet. I haven't really ta- asked them about it. I meant, to, I meant to ask a couple guys about that, but, uh, but I'm, I'm really interested to hear what they think. And because I, I could see guys getting stuck in like a sparring, sparring partner syndrome out there. Like they're, well, I'm just out there sparring, but yeah. that, which might help some people, which might relax them more. Maybe kind of not having the the, the noise, yeah. right? Like maybe might allow you to not be as distracted, yeah. or yeah, maybe I, I don't know. I I, like I, 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 I like, I, but I, I I like I always liked it walking out, uh, but I did fight in in Japan. I fought in front of eighteen thousand people. It's the biggest crowd. Uh, um, maybe I don't know. I know, my, but but that one so there's eighteen thousand people. But when when you're fighting, I mean, you could talk to your corner guy. Because they're quiet. They, they, like if you pass a guard or something, <clears throat> something big happens, they'll go, ooh, it's quiet. Okay. So it's not, like, yeah, it's not constant screaming the whole time. No, but like, I, like cause I, was, I was watching Dan Henderson fight, and I'm up on that thing, I got my headphones on, and my buddy's standing there, I'm screaming, kill him, kill him, yeah, God. <laughs> my buddy goes, oh, he's tapping me, he's like, hey, hey, what, what? Yeah, the fight hasn't started. They, um, they can hear you. <laughs> I'm like, I, could take, I mean, I was, it was, I was Leo, and you could hear me in the ring. Like I mean, you could, I, I could that's talk because it was so quiet. Yeah, I was yeah. Like, Damn, that's a, that's crazy. I Do you enjoy to uh, to go watch fights? Like once you, uh, oh, I love I love watching fights. Yeah. I love I, I. It's different too for me because people always ask like like if I'm I watch fights in two different ways. There's there's part of me sometimes I watch if you want me to break down fights and 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 figure out how, who's doing what and yeah. what they're doing I have to rewatch it. Because I watch fights to be entertained. Like I like fight. I like wa- watching fights. Yeah. Just, you so you see, don't want to sit with somebody that's going to be asking you questions the whole time about like, what do you think? Oh, you would I, just want to enjoy well, it. I, I don't mind. I don't, I don't mind answering questions if you ask me, and that doesn't bother me. Yeah. But because I, I'll, but I have to switch my mind to think about what they're doing. Analyze it. I analyze it because like if I'm watching one of my buddies fight, I'm trying to analyze and try to figure out how I can help them with oh, the fight. Cool. Yeah. But if 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 I'm not, I'm watching it like. Okay, come on. I mean, you can see me like people are like. Did you just cheer for both guys like different yeah. times? I'm like, <laughs> I'm a fan. I, I want action. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just want to see these guys get after yeah, it. Yeah. I don't, I, wh- wh- the best man win. I don't. I'm not, I'm just, what would you compare those? The energy in those in the buildings for those fights? Like, is it? Oh, uh, like an they, Oprah taping. They've never. Yeah, kind of like that. <laughs> almost. <laughs> not, almost. Not quite. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, a little no, less blood. But honestly, like I, I always said, they've never been able to. If you've never seen it in person, I have. They've never been able to put the energy that's at, at an event on TV at all. It's, Holy it's, it's, shit! The the energy at an event is it's electric. At, at, at especially some of the bigger bigger places, with bigger fan bases. Obviously, Vegas always, but like like Canada, any of the fights in Canada, I. I, I've never been down, down to Australia, but I hear that's pretty crazy. I'm too. going there yeah, in a couple weeks. Is there? Uh... Well, I've been, I've been to Australia. I haven't been there for a fight. Oh, gotcha. Okay, yeah. Uh, well, if you want to come down with me, maybe we could just get in a street fight on the corner. You get on my back. We can make it look like it was planned. Oh, you can jump it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You seem really on board with this idea. We're gonna work out the kinks. Yeah, yeah. See what you're doing on the weekend. Is there? Um, is there something? Uh, I want to ask you a question. I, I, I made a note on this. What was? Because obviously, your whole career. Uh, um, afforded you these uh, other opportunities, which I don't know if it was a part of the plan. Like we were just talking pre-show about a movie uh, that was in the works, and I mean, you know, from punk to entourage, workaholics. I don't know if that was like a dream of yours or just like a cherry on top, or if it's not even exciting because you're like, 
You're treating it like another, just a fun thing. You're like, yeah, let me go do this. And you know, it just kind of happened. Like, like, well, well, Entourage was only like the one I actually went after. Like, I'm like, I was a big fan me of Entourage. Too. I used to watch it every Sunday. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd be out traveling. I'd look for someone to go watch it. Yeah. Right when it when it aired. Wasn't it like one of the last shows? At well, least for I, me, it was the last show for me where I actually went and watch it on time. Yes, I watch it. I missed that every 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 week on time. Yeah, and I I just I said, look, man, I I'm asked everybody I knew. And that that might be able to talk to somebody yeah. that had to do with it. I want to come on and say hi to Vince because they always had those cameos. Hey, so so and so, you know, one of those things. So that's cool. all I wanted. Yeah, just a, a, I, a, I just a cameo. Walk. Walk, walk. I just hey, what's up, man? Like I like that. I just want to be on my show, on that's my awesome. show, my favorite show. And you know, funny the funny thing is, that, you know, it's Hollywood, so like every everybody I asked took credit from getting me on the show. Oh, my God. <laughs> but, <laughs> of course. But, but, you know, but I, but I was thankful to whatever. I, would, got whoever I got it, I don't care. I'm sure Wahlberg um, was a fan. Like, you want to come on the show? That's fine. Yeah. Just You want me to say hi to your mother for you? Yeah. Like, I'm sure he was all about it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I think Dana talked to him for gotcha. me. I think that might have been actually how it actually happened. But It was such a good episode, but, but they too. Because also, also they they went, well, why don't we write him in? Like, cause they, that was a, oh, instead of a cameo, that, the, instead of that, they did that punked episode. Yes. Kind of thing. I was like, punk, like, you yes. know what I got? They were, I, think Paul, they, yeah. I think they originally had, I think the writer told me they originally had a different, a different skit for him. Like, but you got got was different. Right. Wow. But they're like, Oh, what's his round Chuck? Why don't we use him for the, for the prank? And yeah, yeah. this works and worked it in. And it was, it was awesome. It turned out, turned out amazing. Did you enjoy the, just the hours of a shoot or was it? Oh, it was cool. It was fun. Are you I, so like not you know, the, the funny thing too, the, the second day I would say it was the longest day they ever shot on that. Like the second day I shot it. Yeah. And I was there and we, I got wrapped and it was right before the, craft services was leaving, right? Yeah. The saddest part and, and of the day. Just, just about, they're about, the, they're about to have dinner and I, I was done before, like about 10 minutes before they were going to be ready to start serving. And they're like, and I'm like, ah, you know, I'm going to get out of here before, try to get out, miss some travel. And they're like, um, you know, hey, this prime rib is really good. You might want to stick around. I said, all right, I'll, you got me. I'll stick around. I stick around. Best prime rib I've ever had. I, I wish shit. I knew what the craft services was, was that that day, so I could Holy request shit. it next time I did something. It was the best prime rib I ever had, and I and I'm a fan of prime rib, so I, I was like, I was really happy I stayed. But like, <laughs> yeah, but like, and that, now as I've done a lot of stuff, I've I've learned that craft services and stuff. Not like always that. that great. No, it, it all it kind of goes with with what what show you're on. You know, like, Network, <laughs> oh HBO, yeah. yeah. Well, if you're on the, I mean, at, at that time, I'm, that show was. Uh, uh, might have been yeah. the biggest show on TV. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, they, they was amazing. HBO had uh, had it figured out on Sunday nights with that. I think Curb. It was like Curb Entourage were maybe back to back. Yeah. Um, yeah. that's dope. Is there? A, okay, well, you gotta answer me this. What was tougher, uh, learning the two step to boot scoot and boogie, uh, on Dancing with the Stars, or your 2018 fight uh, against Tito Ortiz? Um, <laughs> you know. I that dancing was always hard. Uh, it was a, for yeah. me. For me, it was like I'm used to tell my body what to do, and it just does it. And you know, and it didn't. It was just not with that. It was. I. It was. It was effort. There was a lot of effort yeah. to trying to get um, those moves and kind of because people probably assume if you're an athlete learning. and you're quick on your feet that it should translate. But yeah, it, but it, it just getting getting you know thinking remembering to do things. Yeah. It was like it. It was tough. I mean it was. But it was a fun experience. I had a good time doing it. It was. Uh, Did you ever feel though like pressure from it and be like, "How am I so 
cool and calm in the ring, and I'm yeah, actually getting no, anxious I, for this. I, I, I would because I, I I just didn't want to let because I, I wrote that thing. I didn't want to let her down. Okay, I didn't want to mess up my mess yep. up the because. You know, if I make mistakes, it makes it harder for her to fix it. And, you know, it was, I didn't want to, I, I wanted to do good for her. And that's a new dynamic because usually it's just you out there and right. now you have somebody else that you have yeah, to. Yeah, you're trying to, you're performing with and you don't want to mess her up and yeah. you want to make it look good. So, you know, it, but it was, it was a good experience, you know, yeah. overall. Um, well, we're, uh, we're at about an hour. Okay. This felt great. Yeah. It's fun. It was good, yeah, good cool. chat. I felt yeah. we just kind of scratched the surface too. Yeah. I, you know? I, yeah. Yeah, for sure. I don't know if there's um is there are you a big quote guy? Are you a big like I'm always curious and I think this is one thing that your uh your fans would would be like real into like are there when you wake up or when you go to bed is there like and this was something that I was thinking about cuz I've just you know, especially during this time when so much shit has gotten uh shut down and like things that you have consistent in your routine for me stand up obviously it's like People are trying to figure out outdoor shows or, or drive-in shows because clubs and theaters are just kind of uh, you know struggling to to be open right now um, and finding things to kind of latch onto word-wise that are just well to get inspired. Where do you get for, your for inspiration me, from? I guess for me, I, what I what I used to do is like each, each it'd be different for tra training camp, but I put up stuff like I put up. Oh, you would. I put up stuff on my mirror, and I usually write things to things. I think one one of the main ones that stayed on there for forever, right? Um, after the first fight that the, the, the Fertitas did, um, old story, but I, I, I've never told the story, so I don't know if, I think I said I wouldn't say, say who said it or what it did, but I used to have up on my board, no one likes to watch Chuck fight, was one of my quotes. Whoa. And it was from someone inside the organization. Um, that said it. Put, said it, put, pushing for, um, them not to extend my contract or whatever they were wow. trying to do, but that was one of the things that one of the people in there and, and uh, that used to be that was on my that was on my board every time for the for rest of, for the rest of my career. And that drove you. That drove that drove me. Okay. See, yeah, I see, used to see, have. See what you can do. That's fucking. See, that's what I'm talking about. I used to have. Uh, nobody thinks you're funny, but that was just from my dad, and so and I thought that was, and that was the last thing actually he said before he he bounced. Um, yeah, that's funny. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. That's fine. Took, that that, that funny. was a joke, but yeah, it was, uh, uh, yeah. I guess uh, sometimes, see, this is what's interesting too about just like uh, doing a chat like this, beginning people's, and I feel like we've like, you know, been on the same page uh, comedy wise a lot, but oh. it's like learning people's sensibilities with, with comedy and like what's joking. And sometimes for me, I'll say things in such a straight face. Oh. That I sometimes then have to. It's well, like see, when you're texting. That, that's if you don't for, add a that, smiley face. Hey, that that's for me. Like it's terrible. <laughs> like texting is terrible because like there's no tone. People, there's no tone, and they don't like they take stuff wrong. I'm like, look. You know, Are you always me, busting but, balls in a text? Yeah, or no, like, but if I, I, I'll do that, and but I, I've gotten better about not doing it because people get silly. Like I'm one of those people. Like I people get too. Uh, I don't know people just get too soft like stuff. I yeah, mean, like I got my wife will call go. Hey man, yeah. Hey, how can we have a you aren't responding better to, you know, he, he thinks you're mad at him or something. I'm, what? I responded to his text. Yeah. But you, yeah, but you just said yes. I'm like. What do we got, um, send a fucking heart emoji? Well, yeah, well, I mean, I'm like, if, look, you know me. Yeah. If, if I sent, if I responded to your text, I like you. Yes. Because if, if I, if I don't, if, hey, <laughs> if I don't like you, well, I no. won't even, I won't even bother to respond. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And can you please tell him oh. if you have to ask me if I'm mad or not? I'm not mad. I know, right? It's like people. If you, you got to ask me, <laughs> trust me. If we have a problem, yeah. I will let you know. Yeah. 
I'll show up to your house, hold a boombox <laughs> over my head. Uh, people are knock, so I'll knock for, on the door. Hey, <laughs> hey, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll probably wait, drop wait. a fridge on your head. You'll know. <laughs> yeah, people really want that extra, especially I would assume from from you. It's like, you know, people, you know, it's don't be so needy for like extra response. Like, yes, for a response for whatever it is, and also we're all doing our shit, man. Like. Who really wants to sit in a 10 minute back and forth text? You know what I'm right. saying? Like, oh, yeah. I'm like, and if it's that important, pick up the phone and call. Oh, exactly. And how about the one that, like, you're, they're trying to go back and forth, you're texting, and then you're like, call them, like, and they yeah. don't answer. I'm like, <laughs> look, yeah, yeah. look here, asshole. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, I know. I should mention this too. I was telling you last night when we were talking, and I, you have that uh, waiting music. That was like, you know, please wait, uh, enjoy this music while your party's being reached. Which, by the way, I just love that you have that. And then it was like, like some sweet symphony music. And I was like, I would expect, like, I love when I hear that. Because first of all, the music was great and very soothing and set me up for a nice chat. But I was like, I would assume that if we were paying like Family Feud and the question was like, name the top three rings that are going to be, or the music that's going to be on the holding music on Chuck Liddell's answering machine. I would expect the top three to be like the sound of blood squirting from a back or uh, some ACDC or just a fucking car screeching before it runs into a 7-Eleven. But yeah. it was a fucking sweet uh, surprise. And uh, you said that you just... Why you used to, I, just, I just forgot to read it up. I had it as Hell's Bells for yeah, the that makes longest sense. time. And that was because of it, I, that, I love that song from, it was from a street fight when we were kids. Oh, really? Yeah. We went, we went back to this dorm. And my, my buddy's younger brother got beat up by a bunch of guys from this dorm. And, and so we went to that dorm and they found the guys and, and just hammered them in the, in the dorm. Holy shit. And then we left and while we were leaving, somebody went out and put, opened up their window and put on a, <laughs> bang. So you hear that. Well, the, the fight cloud <laughs> as they're running out to come fight us. They, you hear hell is bells. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was like, what the hell is going on? You had a and soundtrack to the ass whooping? And so, so they come out and then we get a, we get a, we start fighting, fighting guys, a bunch of guys, and then it kind of breaks. And they'll get, just get out of here. So we, so I get, we get in the car, my car, and it's my my old uh, Ford Fairmont station wagon. My nice. grandfather's actually, nice. and so we're driving off with all my buddies, and someone kicks in the tail light, right? I was leaving, and when I got out, we didn't know who they took off, and I actually ran into that guy about four years ago, and he came up to me and said, "You know, man." I was scared the rest of my the rest of the time at UCSB because I thought they told me you were coming out for me to kick my ass and this and that. I'm like, bro, I didn't even know who you were <laughs> back then. Like, cause I, I, oh, had no, I had yeah, no idea dude. where we were just going to fight. I, they, but they they kept saying this guy, that guy you kicking his tail, he's looking for you right now. Like, because we come back before to yeah, yeah, the yeah. other guy, so they thought, and it, it wasn't me. No, no one, it wasn't no one who I was back right. then. I did, I was a kid. Yeah, yeah. You know, but I mean, I was still in. I was I was in. I think I was in high school when that happened, or I was just in college, and and uh, I was like 19, 18 or nineteen when it happened. Maybe, so, so maybe seventeen. Weirdly, the dream for I think a lot of dudes to just be like somebody in your group gets fucked with, and you're like, "We're all going over tonight to fucking fuck them up." Like you know, when I was in high school and college, I was doing plays and shit, and there was definitely not an opportunity to just go beat the show. Somebody it was like, "Let's go over, go over to Mike's house and help him learn his lines because the show's tomorrow." You know. Uh, so that's cool, man. Maybe someday I'll get to live that out. Um, well, this was fun as fuck, dude. All right. Yeah. Uh, cool. yeah. Uh, guys, thanks for listening. Uh, pound it out, dude. Fuck yeah.
See, and I wanted to pound it out because I was like, that's a cool way to end the show on a pound out. But also, I want to see just how hard your your friendly pound was. And that was fucking tough. I think I just broke two of my knuckles. Um, yeah, her, I saw a video of you real quick. Uh, some Australian guy that like wanted to get punched by you. Do you remember doing which one, that? Which one? Um, which one? Yeah. Great fucking answer. <laughs> that is... Uh, <laughs> Dude, which Australian guy wanted you uh, to punch him? Uh, Long hair. Uh, it was like he had a, a fisheye camera on a lot of the uh, shots, but he, he showed it in slow mo a lot. Um, oh, oh, surfer he's, dude. He's not from, um, not Australia, he, New Zealand. He's, yeah, he's from uh, Korean. Was he I uh, just bad with accents? I can't think of his name right now. Like, why am I drawing a blank? Yeah, um, blonde hair. Yeah, uh, looked like Tom Petty's I brother. A, I did. I, I did a mountain climbing show with him. Yes. Yeah, um, I'll think of his name in a second. It's going to come to me right after it's over. Anyway, that punch looked like... Oh, that I was, mean... That was funny. Yeah, dude. That was like... And super brave. And I was yeah. like, what a great... You know, the funny thing is his, man, his like manager calls me up and goes, hey, man, or his buddy or his assistant, actually, yeah. calls me up and goes, hey, um, can you come over? Um, he, uh, Luca wants you to knock him out. Luca yeah. wants you to knock him out. I'm like, um... Look, yeah, um, yeah. I don't, I don't know that I can do that. Play Super I mean, Mario. I mean, what, I'm like, I, I don't really do that. That's like, because uh, here's the thing: you, if you do that, and I'm doing it on camera, and you go out there and you ask me to knock him out, you put me on blast, right? Yes. So now I have to, I can't just tap you and see if you go out. I'm gonna hit you as hard as I can, right? So if if I, I don't know how much, how good a punch you can, can take. take. And Some guys can take it? a really good punch, and there's guys you can jab in the face, and they go, they fall down. You know, yeah. there's guys you I'm hit them with a brick, yeah. and they'll still be standing. Yeah. So if I'm gonna, if we're, I'm gonna try to, if they're telling me to knock him out, I'm not, so I was like nervous coming over. I was actually like, I don't want to hurt him. Yeah, like man. I don't want to do this, but and he, but he does that kind of that crazy kind of a jackass kind of yes. show. Yeah. In, 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 so he wanted to get hurt. So I wasn't sure what he was, and, and like I got there, I was so relieved when he said, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> That's not what I was, I was <laughs> saying, I want you to hit me, just don't hurt me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I was like, thank God. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I was, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm funny that I'm the one going, thank God, but I'm like, I, I did not want to hurt you. Yeah, well, you gave him enough of a punch for sure that he, uh, yeah. you know, especially seeing it in slow-mo. Well, that was the it was enough in the slow-mo. I, it, I mean, that didn't feel good, I'm sure. I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so funny. It was probably like a. I mean, did you? You didn't even feel like you gave him your. No, yeah, I dude. wasn't. No, I wasn't trying to hurt. I wasn't trying to hurt him. I just yeah. wanted enough to make the sh to make the face. Isn't that crazy? Just like a twenty percent punch from you is still enough to probably end somebody's life. <laughs> I don't know about that. But yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. 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 It, 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 you never. Know. You never know. It's cool that you were down for that, man. That's that speaks to your just like. Again, I think it's why a show like this is. Uh, Cool for the people that get to see like the fun side of you, right? Which it's like a lot of people who don't do their research and see all the cool shit you've done, entertainment wise and goof wise, see this tough, oh, fucking yeah. locked I, in I, dude. I tell, I get, I you know, it works for me too though. Like uh, people expect me to be such a dick for some reason. Yeah, uh, that I if I'm just normal, they, they tell him, oh man, he was so nice. It's not like, awesome. What did I do? That's, like, that's kind of awesome. I'm like, what did I do? Like, I, I said hold hi. The door for someone. I like, said hi. Didn't fucking kill me. That was awesome. Yeah. I thought he was gonna slam the door in my back. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's so funny. Uh, well, thanks for doing this, man. This was fun. Oh, yeah, thank you. Fuck yeah. It's thanks good. for listening, guys. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. 
Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook Games.